everybody. Thanks for jumping back on to the Wildlife Command Center podcast. I'm your host, Chris Saar, and on this one, I've got Chance Airhands Brand back on with me, and we're going to jump into a little bit of the ongoing situation, which I'm sure all of you have heard about, the Russian conflict, them invading the Ukraine. It's it's a little heavy, you know. It's heavy in the beginning, but then we lighten it up towards the middle. Again, if you guys haven't subscribed, please do. We really appreciate it and leave us an awesome review on whatever platform you're listening to. It really helps out the podcast. Thank you again for listening to the Wildlife Command Center podcast. And here is Chance Baran with myself, Chris Starr. Appreciate you. What's going on, Chance? Did you hear Ukraine got bombed? I did through the grapevine, not from. I was just, you know, what better way to start? Big, <laughs> then just go ahead and drop the bomb. Wasn't prepared for this part of the conversation, but yeah, I know, yeah. right? I uh, he goes before we started recording. Chance goes, you, you you have a direction you want to take this? I'm like, yeah, I sure do. Let's go heavy with it. Well, we've got a sense of direction now. Yeah, I didn't actually hear anything until. Everyone you talk with is just mentioning things, and it's just like, yeah, what's everyone, what's everyone talking about without talking about it? And so, got online and checked the news. There it is. Straight up, like invading, bombing. They started a war yesterday. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Do you think he'll try and step on anybody else's toes besides just the Ukraine? The, the reason is they control like three quarters of the land around it. Yeah, I don't I don't think that they will. I mean, I think that it could be the beginning of something else, but I think this is just an event that's been brewing and you know, there's yeah. there's been conversation about it. It's like one of those things that this is the pivot point where action has been taken and so everyone's mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's it's a situation, but I mean, there's no telling how far it would go. And again, I haven't I've stayed out of the the news feed on it through the day, you know, since everything seems to be linked to it. It's the talk of the town, you know. I've been brushing up a little on it. They hit, I think it was like nine or 19, something with a nine. They bombed X amount of cities and like airports and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, troops are coming in on like three major fronts. I got to wonder, why Ukraine? Hmm. You know? I don't remember it being that big. Why do they care that much? I don't know. Again, haven't looked into it enough to have valuable information to add to the conversation. But I will say I saw something about the troops reached and seized the Chernobyl plant. So I don't know how that's tied in all of this. Whoa. But it's the Chernobyl plant is in the Ukraine. I, I stumbled across that bit of information. That's all I got got through before oh, yeah, something else popped up. But hey, I mean, we can always fact check that and, and just see uh, where is Chernobyl. Dude, since you got all this responsibility and you're like married and you're like, you know, taking a major role in the company, you don't have any <laughs> good like black market dark web information anymore. Oh, right. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Come on. I mean, <laughs> we could always get into the realm of speculation, you know. <laughs> That's don't what I'm saying. I don't want to make any hard statements, you know, like, aren't they the ones responsible for this? <laughs> no, but... Do people um, want to hear, what are the Ukraine responsible for? 
Ukraine's president says Russian forces are attempting to seize control of Chernobyl nuclear power plant. Uh, da, da, da. Everyone's reporting on that within the past few hours. Yeah, but Dang. still, it, it's hard to like look up just like, hey, where is this whenever things are happening there? Because the internet mm-hmm. wants to, uh, oh, no, no, you mean the recent events. It's like, I just was looking for some, some facts. You got to incognito that shit, man. All right, Mike will tell you that. Yes. He, he knows how to find out the way that a search engine's ticking. Really? That's what, I mean, all those hours on the grind, you know, internet marketing and stuff was, yeah, figuring out SEO and algorithms shift and change. Because that's the thing with some of the big ones is that it's like, not what is it crawling right now, but what does it have a tendency to crawl? You know, what kind of things, how does it have a tendency to act? Because they're always changing it up, so... Search engine optimization, SEO. I got to wonder, here's an idea. Here's a thought experiment. I mean, this is kind of like common knowledge. War is profitable, right? Mm, Yeah. So the angle that the world has taken through COVID was like hyper, hyper reactive, basically just in like overreactive. You know what I mean? Right. Hyper overreactive. That's a word. I just made it up. And so because of that, I think our economies just have gone into the tank. What better way to spring these puppies back? I mean, look at inflation. Inflation's at like seven and a half percent. The I know personally the crypto markets are in the absolute toilet. Yeah. And so is the stock market. I've I've heard from hearsay basically. Have you looked today to tie this this that's the only other thing that I actually saw was because, you know, war started. And I got a bunch of emails from places like, hey, 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 no one freak out. This is what it means. It's like, shut up. Don't tell me what to think. You know, like, I'm going to look into it myself. But I was like, what does it mean? And then I saw, well, stocks have been, well, at least the Dow Jones. uh, Yeah, it had this huge, like, upswing because I'm guessing. Did it? Because a war started. And what does war mean? Money, 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 money. Yeah, war means money. I don't know, like, yeah, I can't, like, again, just to say, I can't just explain why, all the little ways that ticks, but, yeah, if you just go on your phone, look at stocks, everything's all green and happy looking. <laughs> dang. Well, crypto is not happy, dang it. And that's where all of my money is. Son of a gun. <laughs> It'll bounce back, man, I swear. Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe it's just because none of the arms dealers are taking crypto. I don't believe that. (laughs) I I don't think that's true at all. I think they all take crypto. Oh, wait, you mean like Boeing? Never mind. Yeah, never mind. Why do they stuck? I thought you meant like small arms dealers. Oh, yeah, no. (laughs) Lockheed Martin, you know? (laughs) I'm talking about the big fish. Uh, Yeah, good point. All right, so dude, over under... How long do you think it takes Russia to like completely take over the country of the Ukraine? Under or over 30 days? Ooh. I guess it depends on what the intentions are. Like what what's the plan? Is it to do it as quickly as possible or is it to stretch it out as quickly or you know as long as possible? Oh, dude, that's a good point. I mean, I'm just trying to think strategy and tactics. I'm just saying, you know, what are their intentions? And so, you know, what are they trying to accomplish with this in totality rather than just the obvious? 
you know, we're taking this. <laughs> it's like, okay, why? Yeah. A friend of a friend said that somebody told him <laughs> his buddy who knows someone who's high up in the government. No, I mean, <laughs> heard this guy passing on the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At a Starbucks, what I did hear is that Russia was like close to like failing as a government. They've been like slowly downtrending. And so they're trying like as a last ditch effort. And I mean, think about it like it's a war, super profitable, unites the country, right? A common enemy, even though they're not an enemy. They're trying to portray the Ukraine as an enemy. Do you remember um, Libya when I was still in the Air Force? Do you remember us invading and bombing Libya? I do. Do you remember the smear campaign against Gaddafi saying he was like a homicidal maniac? Yep. Yeah, okay. He he totally wasn't. But we went in there and overthrew him and armed radicals and they went in there and like murdered him and massacred his troops. Totally false. But that's what they're trying to do with the president and like the leadership of Ukraine right now. Mm. I mean, yes. That would make sense. You know, just from their perspective of where they're trying to, you know, flow the narrative. So mm-hmm. mm. if if that's true, you know, what you've heard from so-and-so, who knew so-and-so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that could could be a possibility. I mean, I, again, working on limited information of the current situation, you know, highly speculative. But it seems like a move that would work because that's like what we jump to when we think, uh, why now? You know, why is this? It's like, ah. What is it for? Usually money. It's, you know, so. Money. Always. Always money. Everything is money, you know? Yeah. So, just like other companies rebranding amidst losing their user base or consumer base, you know, trying to just do whatever they can. You can say it, Chance. (laughs) You can say it. Just like. You can say it. Facebook. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. Okay. So, the other day, you know, Facebook's user base is dying. And Instagram's really isn't, but TikTok is blowing. Like as as fast as Facebook is downtrending, yep. TikTok is uptrending, right? So they're in like one last attempt to try and like, okay, let's remain somewhat relevant, at least through Instagram. We're expanding Reels. Like the user base on Reels has been growing dramatically. And so what we're going to do, and they're going to start now paying people to make Reels in somewhat the same way, like creators. Yeah, I heard something about Instagram trying this new like paid subscription model <laughs> and uh really yeah i also well i don't remember if it was in something that i had read but it was talking about you know now with newer ios have to show the prompt of oh because of apple's new software you know we have to let you know that we track you and ask for permission to track you or not you know so the apps yeah, and so Facebook has to put those prompts out there saying, but they do it in the most like guilt trip way possible of like, uh, for us <laughs> to be able to keep things free and prevent you from having to pay a subscription, it's like no one's ever going to pay we a subscription. We have to rake in hundreds of billions of dollars. <laughs> by selling your data, and it's like... <laughs> to keep things free. <laughs> right, and then I saw not long after that the, that they're going to want to start trying this like, paid content on Instagram like you can have paid subscription to users I'm like we all know what the only appeal of something like that kind of service would be and Instagram's not going to do it so no. that's not going to work it's not going to flow no it's not 
you want that, you go to Patreon, you go to Substack. Yeah. I mean, people were trying OnlyFans for non, you know, pornographic material, but right. Substack is like for journalists and stuff like that. Yeah. They're doing pretty good. They're doing, <laughs> you know, I've introduced you to Tim Dillon, right? Think about this. So his, his Patreon is, is $5 a month. Not bad at all, right? Not bad. Not bad. It's great. And through that, you get another episode a week of his podcast. He does one episode a week free, so to speak, on YouTube, and then one episode ad-free on Patreon. He has over 40,000 subscribers. Dang. Times $5 every single month. Man. Yeah. I bet he loves Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) He does love Patreon. So I say all that to say he (laughs) may... Um, because people love his content and he's so censored. Substack reached out to him to try, you know, and get him to be exclusively on Substack. Everything. Like get off of Patreon, get off of YouTube to be exclusively on Substack. Like Joe Rogan did with Spotify, right? Yeah. And he's like, okay, he met with them. He talked about it in one of his last podcasts. It was so hilarious. And he's like, okay, you know, he basically listened to them for a few minutes. Then he said, all right, so my number's $10 million. And they were like, oh, what? Yeah, he's like, and he's being completely honest. Like, here's what I'm making. Like, he has to have a reason to leave all of these other revenue streams behind, basically, to move. Yeah. You know, and he, and he was, I'm glad that he, he said the figure, you know, but he was like, <laughs> like so flabbergasted. They didn't hardly know what to say. And apparently they were wanting him just to move. Like he explained it. Yeah. Out of the goodness of his heart to want <laughs> to support their platform. Yeah. For exposure. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get exposure. Yeah. It was quite hilarious to listen to. Yeah, so all that to say, yeah, Patreon. He loves his Patreon. I'm not going to make this all about one guy, you know, Russia, the Ukraine, and Tim Dillon, basically. (laughs) It's a good variety grab bag, you know? Yeah, exactly. So kind of over to your neck of the woods. You said that another snowstorm hit St. Louis? Oh, yeah, we've pretty much just been frozen to the ground for the past few days has the ice has rolled back in, you know, freezing rain, just standard over here. Oh past. my gosh. So that's been the, the same case as it's been. We have to slow down and reschedule and postpone some things because we got to keep our guys safe. But, you know, they're still out doing live animal removals, things that yep. are frozen inside people's homes, you know, essentially. Many squirrels. Literally. Yeah, you remember all the squirrel calls in St. Louis where mm-hmm. they, it, get, it would get like super cold, you know, for a few days and they would press into the wall, you know, down the walls and then yes. start chewing while they're in the nest there. And then they would go straight into the whatever living room or bedroom that they were in. Yeah, we, we've had a few of those just the past day where they chewed in through the wall, you know, started running around someone's house, bedroom. <laughs> and so at that point, you know, Whatever the price is, no matter what time it is, you get a squirrel bouncing around your your headrest or headboard. You know. Oh my gosh! Yeah. You call Wildlife Command Center and they show up. Pretty freaked out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that's a good way to keep, you know, the income coming in and guys safe. Just working in houses. Yeah. Have those been pretty consistent? Well, I mean, things do slow down and then also pick back up. You know, it's we'll go. 
we'll go all morning without there being any action. And then uh, come noon, it's just like everything will flood in. And so uh, it's weird with the, the weather. It just, our whole day is out of whack. You know, sometimes we uh, start really actually going around noon because, you know, the sun will come out and things decide to leave and then they're trapped or they can't. And then, you know, we get, get a ton of calls, but uh, lately it's been lots of squirrels. You know, we are, we have successfully found young in a nest box job we did oh my goodness. last week at the top of a 60-foot climb. That was, uh, uh, yeah, 60-foot ladder. That was, that was the last time you used a 60-foot ladder, Chris. It was in St. Louis, and I never want to do it again. But aren't they so sturdy? Oh, my God. I, I literally get like the heebie-jeebies thinking about operating the 60-foot ladder. Oh, yeah. I, Isn't I w- it a three-part ladder? It is. It is. Oh. It's really strange. It's like have like a 20-something-foot section, and it's like having like a little 24, and you take it up, and it's like, oh, that was fine. But then it's, all right, now the second section, you have to start pulling it up, and it's like raising a 40-foot ladder, on top of a 20-foot something ladder. Oh, man, that's so heavy. That's the part where it gets weird is the, the ladder's standing up straight and you're hoisting a 40-foot ladder up a pulley, you know? It's like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need some gloves. <laughs> Especially when it's cold and you yeah. need some dudes to keep everybody safe and the ground's frozen. So it's just like you need a flamethrower to warm that up. You do need a flamethrower. Every truck needs to have a flamethrower on it. <laughs> I, I, I do. <laughs> I keep everything except the big propane tank on yeah. the truck in case I need it. <laughs> I literally have a flamethrower. And that's, hey, you know, that's like, you could go buy a new one for like 50 bucks, you know, just that. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. If you ever need an emergency flamethrower, it's behind the seat. <laughs> oh, man. So is that supposed to break anytime soon? The weather? Um, I'm sure. I mean, I, I don't trust that, you know, it's like we had some bad snow already. And so now when it's like, oh, there's snow coming, I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, is it like it was a few weeks ago? Then I don't care. It's, it'll clear up in a few days. It's not snowed to the degree of, well, you better grab some hot chocolate. We don't have to go to work for a few days. No, it's, (laughs) we're not snowed in. So it's just, uh, yeah, come two, three o'clock, you know, sun comes out, turns to slush. Get your work done before it free re- refreezes, you know? Dude, that sounds like it's a lot. That's nothing. The guys have been adjusting fine. You know, I mean, the thing is, is it is a little bit slower in the winter, but we're right on mm-hmm. the cusp of when things are about to ramp up like crazy. Blow up. Yeah. And, yeah. So having, you know, a choppy, like, oh, we've got something that's getting in our way with weather. It's like way better with that now rather than, you know, spring where it's like, oh, it's supposed to rain today. Do we need to reschedule something? And then, you know, come 11 o'clock, it's sunny skies. And if you did reschedule, you'd feel silly because you could totally just do the job. But when it's snow, it's different. You know, you got to be safe. The roads, like even getting to a job, you know, I've got four-wheel drive, but not all other drivers do, as we can see around here. Yeah. Yeah, there's a really nice car at the front of our driveway. I took several photos of it. Um, it's one of those zippy little Mazdas. 
It's uh oh no what? <laughs> it's rear right wheel is completely off the ground by about a foot and a half. It's in a ditch. What? Uh, I I oh, looked at it though. Man, dude's fine. Like there's no way anyone got hurt, and I actually think the car is fine. It's almost completely sideways and just sticking out of the ground like someone threw it off of a roof. You know, and so it's just like a lawn ornament at the front of the neighborhood. It's hilarious right now. I see it and I'm just oh, like, no. oh, wow, we should just keep that there. You know, that's a cool car. <laughs> Anyways, yes. All right, man. Well, I know it is getting late. We're recording late into the night. So basically, let me go ahead and wrap this puppy up. We'll all pray for the Ukraine and Russia situation. I'm, I'm you know, we're hoping for a, a good conclusion. I agree. As soon as possible. All righty, guys. Thank you, Chance, for jumping on with me. Um, appreciate you guys listening. As always, please hit that subscribe button. I really appreciate it. Helps as well as leaving us an awesome review on whatever platform you're listening to. It means a lot. Thanks again, Chance. I appreciate you. You too, man. All righty, everybody. Thanks again for listening to the Wildlife Command Center podcast. God bless. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. This is Michael Baran, aka Bare Hands Baran. Make sure you go now to Discovery Plus, download our reality TV show, Bare Hands Rescue, where we are out there every day rescuing people from wild animals. It is entertaining, it is engaging, and it is informative. Download it today and listen for our next podcast.